Hey fam, hope y'all are doing well. I am uh, changing my setup a little bit and moved away from that desk because it was uncomfortable. Of course, this may not be that much more comfortable. I'm over here with my laptop actually in my lap. Um, this 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 hotel room just is not very conducive to what I'm trying to do here. <laughs> but it is what it is. Um, and what it doesn't matter. We got documents to read. So I'm happy. And I uh, hope you guys are, t- are too. This is going to be part three of our reading of Special Counsel Robert K. Hur's report on Biden's mishandling of classified documents. If you enjoy this show, then please give it a like over there on Rumble. Share the show with folks you think might also enjoy it. And um, go to my chan- my Rumble channel for clips. Um, I've been uploading clips from these readings and from other shows I've done. So that's a great way to uh, to lead people to the show. And um, if you really like this show, you're like, man, this this right here is awesome. Go to my Substack, sign up for a paid subscription. That's the best way to support what I do. Or visit my support links, such as Ko-Fi.com, Benson Honey Farms, Bootleg Products, Manly Cans, Merch, and Venmo. Those are all the ways you can support what I do. This is a user-supported show. I don't have any paid advertisers or anything like that. I do have these affiliate links, and I do have ways for you to get merch or just keep my coffee uh, keep my coffee cup filled. I'm running on caffeine. I have had some decent coffee while I've been here in New York City, um, and I've had some really good sushi. Those are my favorite things. Other than that, uh, and I walked around a bit. I'm enjoying New York City, but uh, there's some things I'm not so <laughs> I'm not enjoying so much about it. Mm-hmm. All right, let's get to where we left off, which is uh, page 72 of Robert K. Hur's report, which, by the way, you can find yourself at justice.gov slash SCO dash Hur, H-U-R. You can, that's where you can get the report. All right. After Mr. Biden left office, copies of many of his note cards were held in a skiff at the National Archives. Ultimately, the associate counsel and McGrail arranged for Mr. Biden's classified note cards to be held in a skiff at the National Archives under a deposit agreement that allowed Mr. Biden to store personal material at a National Archives facility. On January 12, 2017, Mr. Biden signed a deposit agreement allowing him to store certain personal effects in a secure and protected area at the National Archives. According to the agreement, The material consisted of, quote, correspondent, memorabilia, personal notes, and other miscellaneous personal property. When the associate counsel made arrangements to bring the deposit agreement to Mr. Biden's executive assistant for Mr. Biden's signature, she indicated that McGrail has spoken, quote, has spoken with him, Mr. Biden, about the issues. But in an interview, McGrail said that he thought the deposit agreement related to personal records from Mr. Biden's Senate tenure. And he did not recall binders of classified note cards going into Mr. Biden's personal storage at the archives. Interesting. On January 16th, 2017, four days before Mr. Biden left the vice presidency, the associate counsel asked a member of the executive secretary team to, quote, pick up the vice president's classified materials at the Naval Observatory. Soon after, another member of the executive secretary team explained that the materials consisted of four to five binders, 
that, quote, once you return, you will need to place in one to two PRA Act boxes. So PRA boxes, along with the originals. The following day was the Associate Council's last day in the office of the Vice President. She sent McGrail and others an outstanding to-do list. Among other things, she reminded McGrail to approve the deposit agreement to allow Mr. Biden to store his personal materials at the archives. She also wrote, quote, we need to send his personal diaries to storage at the archives. A National Archives employee has offered to pick them up, um, to come and pick them up. I think this is the best option. When interviewed, the associate counsel clarified that she was, quote, referring to the binders that we copied, meaning the binders of Mr. Biden's note cards containing classified information discussed above. The associate counsel said, quote, I believe we were using diaries as shorthand because they were personal notes and thoughts. She explained that it was the safest decision to have note cards to be in a skiff since there were likely classified documents, since they were likely classified documents. Okay. On January 18, 2017, a National Archives employee visited the White House, picked up the copies of the note cards in Mr. Biden's West Wing office from McGrail, and brought them to the National Archives. McGrail said in his interview with our office that he had no memory of giving the Archives employees the binders of note cards, or that they contained classified information. But the archives employee recalled McGrail telling him that the materials contained classified information. Accordingly, the archives stored the materials inside a skiff. After he left the vice presidency, Mr. Biden twice visited the National Archives to review copies of his note cards in a skiff. Soon after he left office in 2017 and while researching his book, Mr. Biden visited the National Archives twice to consult the copies of his note cards that were being held in a skiff. During a recorded interview on April 24, 2017, Mr. Biden told his ghostwriter, Zwanitzer, that he took separate notes regarding his private lunches with, Mr., uh, with President Obama. Mr. Biden said that before each lunch, he and his chief of staff prepared and wrote an agenda on, quote, one of these little cards of mine, an apparent reference to the long, narrow note cards that Biden carried in his jacket pocket. After each lunch, Mr. Biden dictated notes about the lunch to his executive assistant. Mr. Biden explained that he previously, quote, had all those notes at the house in a safe, but that I don't know what they made me do with them. Hmm. Swanitzer said, can we spend some time on that lunch? Mr. Biden, I had all those presidential notes. Swanitzer, this is reading from a recording they have. I know you gave me this much from the diaries. Mr. Biden, but I actually, I wonder where those, do you have separate notebooks of the presidential lunches? Yeah, said Mr. Biden. What I would do is after every lunch, I would dictate to, um, I would call in the executive assistant and I would dictate to her what the lunch was about. I had all those at the house in a safe. I don't know what they made me do with them, but what I would do is I would make up a card, one of those little cards of mine. Before I'd have lunch, I'd meet with Steve Rochetti and anything anybody thought I should bring up, I'd put on our agenda. And when I came back, I'd dictate those notes to the executive assistant as to what actually transpired at the lunch. Two days later, in another recorded interview, Mr. Biden said he had learned that his note cards had been, quote, turned in 
to the National Archives and that Mr. Biden would have to go through his former counsel, McGrail, to get them. Mr. Biden also told Wadnitzer that he had not wanted to turn the note cards in. From the recording, Mr. Biden, I am told by a personal aide, I guess he checked with you, in order for me to get my uh, get all those presidential notes I had for lunch, the luncheon meetings, I have to go to McGrail? The assistant, yes, McGrail has them. We were supposed to turn it in, and that is the last person who had them. Mr. Biden, okay. Huh. See if you can get McGrail on the line while I have you now, okay? And stay okay, and stay on, okay? Assistant, got it, sir. Hold on. Zwanitzer, this is probably something that goes to the presidential papers. Mr. Biden, I don't think so. It was in between. I didn't want to turn them in. Zwanitzer, right, so it's the gray area. The next day, Zwanitzer sent an email to the assistant and personal aide, explaining that Mr. Biden may try to review some of his notes from the lunches with the president and asked Zwanitzer to give him a list of the dates of the lunches that would be important. Zwanitzer included a list of the dates of several such lunches in his email. Zwanitzer forwarded the list of Mr. Biden's personal email account on May 11, 2017. Oh, hold on just a moment. On that day, and again two months later, Mr. Biden visited the National Archives to review copies of his note cards, which were held in a skiff. McGrail accompanied him. During both visits, archive staff made clear to Mr. Biden that by viewing the note cards in the archive skiff, he was accessing classified information. Nonetheless, in his interview with our office, McGrail said he believed the material was in a skiff at the archive simply to secure it, not necessarily because it was classified. Okay, there's a footnote up here I skipped. Um, it says, uh, McGrail recalled only the first visit to the archives, but visitor logs show he accompanied Biden on both visits. McGrail, you know, I said yesterday... Or in the previous recording, I said that McGrail seems like he was the firm one, you know, that he was trying to go by the book. But it, but he's there are reports he had these conversations with Biden about this stuff, and McGrail said he didn't talk to him about it. And then now here's McGrail, not remembering one of the visits to the archives, and then also saying that he didn't think what was in there was actually classified; it was just needed to be secured. I'm not I'm not ready to chalk up McGrail to being like without fault in all this, but there's there's a little bit of gray about him, right? There's just a little bit so far, just if we're reading this plane just as this report is going along, there's a little bit about McGrail that makes me go, hmm, not sure if I believe you about that. Or, you know, I think maybe you played a little bit more significant role about in this. Could be, you know, he may, his motivations may be, he needs to cover his, you know, it may be CYA. He's playing CYA with this while also uh, trying to be as forthright with special counsel her as possible because he's definitely, he's definitely not making Biden look good. That's for sure. So it's not like he's protecting Biden. He just might be protecting himself a bit with how he's describing this stuff. Or he may be, he may be completely truthful. Difficult to know. Okay. During the first visit on May 11th, archive staff followed a detailed checklist 
to ensure they properly safeguard the classified information in the note cards. The staff ensured that Mr. Biden did not bring his phone or other electronic device into the skiff. They announced that the visit involved access to classified information. They remained in the skiff and monitored Mr. Biden while he reviewed the note cards. They also reminded him of his continuing responsibility to protect all classified information after his visit. On July 11, 2017, two months after his first visit to the archives, Mr. Biden and McGrail returned. Before the second visit, Zwanitzer emailed Mr. Biden another list of lunches and events for which his notes would be helpful. During the second visit, archives staff followed the same general procedures for safeguarding classified information. Mr. Biden also signed a form entitled Notice to Users of NARA Classified Research Rooms. The first sentence of the form read, quote, you will be reviewing, be viewing materials containing classified national security information. And the remainder of the form explained the various procedures and rules necessary to safeguard such classified information. Not all of Mr. Biden's note cards made their way to the skiff at the archives. When the FBI searched Mr. Biden's Delaware home on January 20th, 2023, they discovered a stack of Mr. Biden's note cards in his office. While many of these note cards were from after his term as vice president, some of them dated from his vice presidency and included handwritten notes about intelligence products and matters of national security. There's a footnote for that. What is it? Say anything? Nope. It just show, gives you the serial number for the exhibits for the evidence right there. One note card included a handwritten classification marking. Some Wow. So he wrote that it was classified on the note card. Some of the note cards found in the Delaware home remain classified up to the top secret level. All right, part two, Mr. Biden's notebooks. Mr. Biden used notebooks during his vice presidency to record both official and personal events. As with his note cards, Mr. Biden also frequently took notes about classified information in notebooks. Most of the classified note cards were stored differently from the classified notebooks after the vice presidency. As explained above, most of the classified note cards went to the archive skiff, but Mr. Biden took his classified notebooks home with him and stored them in unsecured and unauthorized locations. Mr. Biden regularly took notes in notebooks throughout his vice presidency. Most of these notebooks were bound with black covers. Some had labels identifying the date range or general subject matter of their contents. Photos of some of these notebooks are below. Okay, these are from Delaware office right there. These are from this office. Okay, so we have eight right here from a file cabinet under the television in the Delaware home office. And then there's three more from a file cabinet under the printers in the Delaware home office. And then four more from a bookcase in the Delaware home office second level. All right, the content of Mr. Biden's notebooks took several forms. One, work notes. Mr. Biden wrote these notes during or, at or soon after meetings he attended as vice president. These notes memorialized, often in bullet point format, things such as the issues presented, comments of meeting participants, and decisions made. For example, Mr. Biden often took notes during meetings of the National Security Council and the President's Daily Brief. 
Most of the notes in Mr. Bryant's collection of notebooks recovered by FBI agents from the Wilmington residence are work notes of this type. Work Reflections These were Mr. Bryant's impressions, reflections, opinions, and commentary about people and issues he encountered as vice president. For example, during the 2009 review of U.S. military strategy and foreign policy in Afghanistan, discussed in Chapter 6, Mr. Biden recorded his deep concerns that President Obama's eventual decision about Afghanistan would be a terrible mistake. 3. Political Notes and Reflections These were Mr. Biden's summaries of and commentary about political or electoral issues. For example, his notes about his decision whether to run for president in 2016. 4. Personal Reflections These were entries about purely personal subjects, such as the illness and death of his son, Bo. And to-do list, number five. These were reminders about issues ranging from policy deliberations to political concerns to personal matters. While Mr. Biden often organized his notebooks roughly based on subject matter, many notebooks contained entries on a variety of topics. He typically added entries sequentially by date so that a given notebook could contain, for example, real-time notes of White House meetings, purely personal entries about Mr. Biden's family, and entries about an upcoming election. Most of the notebooks contained predominantly work entries, summaries or minutes of work meetings, but a few writings were more diary-like and personal in nature. The notebooks did contain classified information. Though none of the notebooks have classification markings, some of the notebooks contain information that remains classified up to the top-secret and sensitive compartmented information level. Oh, that's... As with his note cards, Mr. Byan routinely took notes in his notebooks about classified subjects and during meetings where classified information was discussed. For example, he regularly took notes related to the president's daily brief, which typically contains classified information. He also regularly took notes during meetings in the White House Situation Room, and numerous photographs document this practice. Okay, that's him right there taking notes. You can see the note card right there. Or notebook, I should say. Mr. Biden using a notebook at a principal's committee meeting. Here's another one at the Joint Chiefs of Staff meeting. Often, Mr. Bynes' notes contained real-time minutes of National Security Council meetings, during which the president deliberated with his senior military, intelligence, and foreign policy advisors. These meetings regularly involved discussions of classified information. For this reason, they took place in in the Situation Room, which is itself a skiff, and signs conspicuously designated uh, National Security Council meetings as top secret. Some of the handwritten notes Mr. Biden took in his notebooks during these meetings included classified information. The notebooks contained such information about the following subjects. U.S. intelligence sources, methods, and capabilities. U.S. intelligence activities. The activities of foreign intelligence services. U.S. military programs and capabilities. Foreign military programs and capabilities. Plans and capabilities of foreign terrorist organizations. The FBI and the Special Counsel's Office selected 37 excerpts totaling 109 pages 
from Mr. Biden's handwritten materials, including most mostly notebook entries and a few note cards seized from his Delaware home to submit to classification authorities in the intelligence community and the Department of Defense to determine the appropriate classification level for each. Investigators selected a sampling of excerpts across Mr. Biden's notebooks, and both appeared to be classified and that they expected a jury could find our national defense information under 18 U.S.C. 793. That's the exact same statute that they have brought a charge against Trump with. So Robert K. Hur is telling you that Biden is guilty of the same charge that has been brought against Trump which is it's alleged against Trump and Robert K. Hurst says it's alleged that Trump violated 18 USC 793 here. Robert K. Hurst telling you Biden did violate 18 USC 793 in the, in the Mar-a-Lago case, Trump says he declassed all that stuff, which he has the power to do. And Jack Smith keeps on saying it's marked classified that there's some stuff that is currently classified. Trump is trying to get access to what makes it classified. A lot of people, including myself, suspect that the Biden admin reclassified stuff that Trump declassed in order to create a crime. Here, that's not what happened. Biden took things he knew were classified. He took notes in classified settings discussing classified information. And some of the information he took, even though it's been years, it's been seven years or more, it's still classified. And he had it at home at a desk. Subject to the limitations discussed in chapter two. By the way, do you see why it would be bad? It's like if he charged, well, I already made that point the other day. I'll keep going. Subject to the limitations discussed in chapter two, classification authorities identified each excerpt as containing presently classified information. Of the 37 excerpts, excerpts, eight are top secret with sensitive compartmented information, seven of which include information concerning human intelligence sources. Six are top secret, 21 are secret, and two are confidential. So that's 23, 29, 37, right? Yeah, all of them are. A more detailed description of the results of the classification review is in Appendix B. Mr. Biden also sometimes placed marked classified documents inside his notebooks. Photos in the Situation Room show documents tucked inside his notebooks, and the FBI recovered marked classified documents from inside three notebooks found in Mr. Biden's Delaware home. What he did is so much worse than what they're accusing Trump of. Notebook with inserted documents at a meeting of the Joint Chiefs of Staff, October 30th, 2009. Notebook with additional inserted documents. I wonder if, um, you know, they're showing these pictures to us. Um, I wonder if there's also the possibility that they're choosing these specific. Pardon me. They're choosing these specific documents and these images to show us because these either are or are very similar to what they found. I think it's because they're very similar or actually are uh, the exact documents found. And there's pictures of them, which is interesting. Why does this picture exist? 
Think about that. Why does this picture of Biden, why, why does this exist? What is this picture from? Who took it and why? Could be, could, there could be an innocuous, you know, the answer to that question may not be that spicy, but it might be really spicy. At times during his vice presidency, Mr. Biden stored his notebooks in a White House safe. During his vice presidency and afterward, Mr. Biden kept his notebooks close, and even his most trusted advisors did not read them. Ron Klain, Mr. Biden's chief of staff, as both vice president and president, explained that Mr. Biden considered his notes to be, quote, his personal reflections, and he didn't want people looking at them. As shown below in a photograph from 2009, and as witnesses explained, Mr. Biden carried the notebooks himself in his own briefcase. Unlike his note cards, which, as explained above, he often handed to staff to collect and organize, he did not give the notebooks to his staff. That's from August 7th, 2009. Okay, let me see something real quick. All right. Early in the Obama administration, the first counsel to the vice president, Cynthia Hogan, personally advised him about the proper handling of classified information, and Mr. Biden agreed to follow her advice. As explained in Chapter 3, the advice was codified in a 2010 memo from Hogan, which instructed Mr. Biden that, quote, classified materials may never be left unattended, but must be kept in the custody of Mr. Biden or an authorized staff member or secured in a, st- in a safe. According to Hogan's notes, among her concerns were Mr. Biden's notes on code word info, which were kept in his AFPAK notebooks. That is, his notebooks concerning various policy reviews relating to Afghanistan and Pakistan, which are discussed further in Chapter 6. Hogan's notes say that Mr. Biden's personal aide, quote, will collect those notebooks. But in interviews with the special counsel's office in 2023, Hogan did not remember Mr. Biden's notebooks or whether she ever advised Mr. Biden about how he should, sh- should store those notes that he took during classified meetings. In 2011, Hogan provided Mr. Biden further written guidance about the proper handling of classified notes. In a memo to Mr. Biden about protocols for hiring a historian to work in the office of the vice president, Hogan explained that, quote, any discussions with you that cover classified topics will need to take place in accordance with Executive Order 13526 on classified national security information. This means that such discussions must occur in a secure facility like your West Wing office and that any notes or other materials that contain classified information must be maintained in secure safes, produced on a classified computer, and stored in a secure facility. For a time, at least during the early part of his vice presidency, Mr. Biden stored his notebooks relating to national security, along with other classified documents, in a safe in his West Wing office. As Mr. Biden's first personal aide explained, Mr. Biden stored these notebooks, including the AFPAC, AFPAK, Afghanistan, Pakistan, notebook, in the safe because, quote, that safe was for classified information. It was the purpose of the safe. Periodically, Mr. Biden removed certain classified items from his safe and asked his personal aide to return them to members of his national security staff. But Mr. Biden never let anyone else possess his notebooks. 
What's this footnote here? Personal Aid 1 interview, April 26, 2023. In a second interview, the personal aide said he could not say that the reason Mr. Biden stored the notebooks in a safe was because they were classified. Explained that the personal aide did not read the notebooks, was not an expert in classification, and that Mr. Biden could have stored the notebooks in the safe simply because they were private. Personal aide won in another interview on um, September 18, 2023. In contrast, in his first interview, the personal aide said Mr. Biden only stored materials in the safe if they were related to national security. And explained, quote, it's not like he ever felt like, oh my God, if I leave this on my desk, somebody's going to come steal it. And come, somebody's going to come steal this thing out of my West office, West Wing office at the White House. Um, in both interviews, the personal aide explained his belief that because Mr. Biden was taking notes about classified subjects and classified meetings, the notebooks contained classified information. Other witnesses confirmed generally that the purpose of the safe was to store classified information and that classified information was stored in it. So what those footnotes, what that footnote's showing and these interviews are showing is that systems and, and apparatuses for maintaining and securing classified information, either actual classified information like the original documents or copies of it, um, and or Biden's own notes, arrangements were made for securing those. And Biden was aware of those arrangements and he intentionally avoided using those arrangements, taking advantage of them and took his stuff home. He left it lying around. Sometimes it went in the safe, sometimes not. Uh, but it's, it's showing that, and I think the staff was aware of all of this. My general impression that I'm getting from reading this is it kind of sounds to me like Biden is this old hat. He's, he's a super experienced DC operator, politician. He's been operating this way for 30 years. And I don't know if people are afraid to tell him the way about how he needs to treat this. Like if they're afraid to confront him about this issue, but it seems like they're leaving him notes and they're doing things to try and get him to go about these things in the correct way. But nobody's really like making him. And that's either because this wasn't that big of an issue in their eyes. We know it was in the, in the instance of one of the aides, but I kind of think it's like, I kind of wonder if Biden would uh, not take too kindly to someone confronting him about his handling of these things. That's, that's what I lean towards is that nobody really wanted to say anything to Biden about how he was mishandling these classified materials at the time. At some point during his vice presidency, Mr. Biden appears to have stopped storing his notebooks in the West Wing safe. Mr. Biden's personal, first personal aide, who regularly retrieved the notebooks from the safe for Mr. Biden, left the administration in 2014. After that, there is no evidence Mr. Biden or his staff stored his notebooks in the West Wing. See, remember, we learned that one of those aides, it might have been that one, was more of a stickler for it. And then once they left, nobody continued those practices. Mr. Biden also appears to have kept his notebooks and other classified information in a safe when he was at the Naval Observatory, again, at least for a time near the beginning of his administration, or the administration. For example, a 2010 email from Mr. Biden's personal aide to members of his staff 
notes that Mr. Biden had just put, quote, classified material into the Naval Observatory safe, including several sets of marked classified documents and Mr. Biden's notebook documenting the 2010 Afghanistan-Pakistan policy review. After his presidency, Mr. Biden stored the notebooks in unlocked and unauthorized containers in his home. After Mr. Biden left the White House in 2017, while most of his classified note cards went to a skiff at the National Archives, his notebooks went to his private homes, where they were not secured in a safe and were in a setting that was not authorized for the storage of classified information. The notebooks first went to Mr. Biden's rental home in Virginia, where he kept them in a room he used for meetings. As explained in the next chapter, in the months after he left the White House, Mr. Biden gathered the notebooks and referred to several of them while writing his book, Promise Me, Dad. During their conversations while writing the, t- the book, Mr. Biden told his ghostwriter, Swanitzer, that the notebooks might contain classified information. He knew they did. When Mr. Biden moved out of the Virginia home, his notebooks were eventually moved to his home in Delaware. In January 2023, during a search of the Delaware home, FBI agents found the notebooks in unlocked and unauthorized locations, primarily in Mr. Biden's main floor office and basement den. And we have some photos here. So here's the file cabinet under the television. And it looks like a television from the late 90s. FPAC-1 Daily Memo Notebooks. File cabinet under printers in Delaware, Maine's. Home's main office, containing three C's notebooks. Mr. Biden's interview with our office. In Mr. Biden's interview with our office, he explained that he took his notebooks with him after his vice presidency because, quote, they are mine. And explained that, quote, every president before me has done the exact same thing. He also specifically referenced President Reagan, who after leaving office, kept handwritten diaries containing classified information at his private home, as discussed in Chapter 10. In later written answers, Mr. Biden wrote that, quote, Like presidents and vice presidents before me, I understand these notes to be my personal property. He declined to answer several questions about whether he believed his notes contained classified information, whether he believed he was authorized to possess classified information after his vice presidency, and whether he took steps to avoid writing classified information in the notebooks. Did he plead the fifth? I mean, effectively, that's what he's doing. He declined to answer several questions about whether he believed they contained classified information and whether he was authorized to possess them after his vice presidency and whether he took steps to avoid writing classified information. He declined to answer those questions. Hmm. Okay, a bit shorter of an episode, but we're going to go ahead and stop there because we're at chapter five and it just makes for a good stopping place for me and uh, our little series here. So I'm going to go ahead and upload this and I will um, I will make another recording as I can um, and keep, keep doing these as I can so we can chew through this report. So hope you guys are liking it. And if you do, hit that thumbs up button on Rumble. And visit my link tree for um, for any uh, links that you want to get, you know, uh, merch or buy me a coffee or bootleg or Benson Honey Farms, stuff like that. Appreciate all the support, guys. 
I'm going to hit this outro music and y'all have a great day.